it's just your man, Chad Gable, just running the little solo. Paige had some things doing, you know, being the head of talent relations in the EVP. He's got his own things going on. Uh, this is the episode before AWL Fight for the Fallen. So usually we would have uh, Triple H CEO, Will, we'd have him on. But he is also a little bit busy running, getting everything set up for the show together. So today, in his stead, appointed by him, once again, we have Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle, glad to have you back. Uh, how does it feel to be back on the podcast again? So nice. You get to have me twice. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Hopefully this will go better than the last conversation, but I think we both have we both have that mutual respect for one another to not divulge down that path again, you know. Absolutely. You know, after uh you know, I am not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting to go as uh as viral as we did last time. You know, a lot of uh, I think I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So yeah, we'll keep it we'll keep it uh strictly business today. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Now um I heard I heard a little while ago that there was some sort of announcement that you had. Um, concerning yourself and fight for the fallen. Um, do you feel like that's something you want to share, or do you want to keep that under wraps for people? As a matter of fact, I will. I'm announcing it right now. I am officially calling you out. Commentary table. I'm gonna be back on commentary one more time. Absolutely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be there. I don't know if Kip's gonna join me, but I will 100% be there. Um, I'm going to watch the show like I did last time, man. No competing for this guy, but I'm going to be watching very, very closely. Well, you called out the commentary table, bro. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I can't believe it. Absolutely. They're not well, ready folks, folks, you heard it here. Kyle versus commentary two. Look it. Probably going to be the greatest match on the show that night. Yes. But speaking of matches... I'm just going to go ahead and get right into this card because we already, since we were on the episode last week, we already got your reactions about All In and everything else. So, I mean, there's really nothing else to talk about besides Fight for the Fallen. Absolutely. But I do, before we actually get into the card, I just want to ask you, how does it, how did it feel to figure out that AWL is actually going to do another show and that they are going to try and keep giving back to the people and get everything started from the ground up again? Honestly, um... I don't know. I mean, I feel like it, it's a half and half situation. It's half that it was a shock because I, I don't know where the mentality is of AWL and this new group of people that he has. You know, booking a show. You know, Hangman is uh, as you just said, EVP and uh, whoever else is back there helping out. But uh, and then the other side is like, I'm I I just didn't expect it to get this far. I I I know that we had a really, really good positive feedback after the all all uh, all in show and I was having so much I was having so much fun the entire time. So I'm seeing that. I'm very excited and like I said, I'm on commentary so I'm glad to be a part of it once again. Yeah. That's always gotta be a good thing to know that you still have a place on the show even if you're not competing. Speaking of watching the show I know there's got to be one match that you might have an eye on considering the events of All In, which is actually the opening match of the whole show. Um, Hangman Adam Page versus Dominic Dijakovic. Um, I know you have no love loss for either of these men, but considering what happened after All In, you've got to have some personal investment or some personal stake in this match. You know, um, 
I don't I don't see why. I mean, you know, you know, people people take a lot of things out of out of hand, you know. I gave a guy a beer. I mean, you know, that's uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe it was a maybe it was a yeah, you know, here have a beer. Maybe it wasn't, but my whole thing is I will be paying attention cuz you know, not only have I heard, you know, the rumors about some some certain things, nothing too specific, but I've heard what uh what Dijakovic has had to say, you know. Uh it's not it's not like he's keeping it under wraps that he doesn't want to kick my head off, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it, I I'm, I'm gonna be very professional, and I'm gonna be just like the fans, and I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna watch, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna enjoy myself. So yeah, I, I will be paying very close attention to that opening match, but no, no, no specific feelings towards either man. Yeah, yeah, I, I know how you feel. I mean, it is a little bit hard to kind of have some sort of um, investment in it because I'm pretty sure, as everybody knows, on the one hand, I've got my brother, Hangman Adam Page, mm-hmm. um, competing on one side of the ring. So I always want to wish the best for him, no matter what. If we fight or if we're on the bestest of terms, I always want to make sure that, you know, he's getting his bread, he's getting his money, but at the same time, he's putting in that good work. Right. But then at the same token, you know, I got Dominic Dijakovic, who may not be my blood brother, but he's my brother in arms. He's a man who's had my back. I mean, this guy literally took bullets for me in ECW. Absolutely. And now he's fighting against the man that I know as my blood brother. Now, obviously, I will not be getting involved in this match because I've got my own match to prepare, prepare for later in the night. But I also trust that both of these men will have that integrity to settle this one-on-one in the ring and just leave it at that. But, I mean, this is a good match. I'm surprised it wasn't the main event, to be honest with you. I figured... Awesome. That this was something that could have main evented, as opposed to the actual main event, the House of Chaos versus the Bullet Club. Uh, Kyle, what do you think about this match? Like personally, for myself, um, kind of sucks knowing that, considering what happened at All In, this was a chance for uh, Dominic and I to step up and get in there. But um, it just should be an interesting match to see how this new team works, especially against a tried and true and battle tested team in the Bullet Club. Hello. Yeah, you're still here. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, there we go. How do you feel about how do you feel about those Bullet Club guys? I mean, you, you I don't want to be that guy, you know, starting up, but you just took a loss to these guys. And how do you feel knowing that these guys just went from the middle of the card to uh, the top of the card after getting a victory over yourself at Dijakovic? I mean, it's kind of like what I just said. Like it, it, it sucks to know that uh, the system could have been in that position. Right. Especially since I think that the system versus the Bullet Club could have been a main event match anyway, but uh, you know I think I think it's a nice change of pace for the fans to see that Chad Gable, for once, is not in the main event almost every other week. Uh, so I'm kind of happy that people get to see um, a little bit more of a different side of wrestling than just Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, you know personally, that was a spot that I could have had, and. Malachi Black, who's a man that I've taken out multiple times before, time and time again, it it sucks to see that he is now in that position that could have been mine. You know, I I agree. You know, I mean, me as a competitor, you know, I mean, I am on a side for this one, but as a competitor, I know that 
any spot you get is the best spot. Main event spots do not come lightly. They come rarely after you earn them. And, you know, uh, as terms of this match, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see how it is because I'm familiar with Pac. We're familiar with Finn. I'm very familiar with Malachi as he's one of the few men that uh, beat me in ECW clean. And I'm not really familiar with uh, the Rainmaker, so I'm very excited to see what he can do. And, you know, maybe in the future me and him can have a one-on-one if, uh, you know, if the money's there for him. But I would like to – I want to see what uh, what he's all about. You know, I've heard some good stuff about him. You know, he made a huge, uh, a huge impact when he showed up. So I kind of want to see uh, – what he has planned for us at Fight for the Fall. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the one thing that I think is different about this match because. That's because. Uh, Pat and Malachi, you've seen them all wrestle. Never seen Okada. Kazuchika. Right. Kind of an outlier here. So it'll be interesting to see what he brings, not only to AWL, but this tag team and the tag But also, I mean, been great tag teams before. I'm Cole and Matt Seidel. They're not only your friends, but they've been my friends before. Once again, in AWL, I mean, this is going to be a pretty intense match. Like these guys have been brothers. They've never have any sort of hatred towards each other. This is already shaping up to be a show stealer. Well. Um, honestly, you know, I can, I can, I can tell you exactly how they're feeling. You know, like you said, these guys are, these are my brothers, you know, I've, I've been there for their highest of highs and their lowest of lows. And, you know, Adam Cole has told me his, one of his lowest of lows moment was losing his world championship. And he lost that world title to Matt Seidel. And not only did he lose to him, he lost to him on the rematch as well, you know. Um, it's one of those things where both of these guys want it, but it's about who wants it more. You know, Adam Cole made a huge impact at all in attacking Chris Bay, basically putting on the map that he's here and he's here to, for some revenge. And then, you know, there's the other side of Matt Seidel, who is sick and tired of people sleeping on him and sick and tired of people, you know, saying these things like people got to forget, like, hell, he, he's beaten top guys. I mean, he's beaten you. Uh, for championships or title defenses, you know, and yeah. and you know, people just need to. Uh, I guess he just wants some respect on his name. And who better than fighting somebody that he has good chemistry with? Mm-hmm. And you know, you mentioned briefly just a second ago that this is a chance for Matt Seidel to uh, to use a term that he likes to coin a lot to re reawaken or give rebirth to people seeing how good of a wrestler he is. And another person that has been kind of put in this position at Fight for the Fallen is Sammy Callahan. Um, You know, he's going up against myself, which is a match that people may have seen before, they may not have seen before. But both of these names are truly recognizable, and I can say that unbiasedly. Um, I obviously will save my comments for a later date, just because, Mm -hmm. you know, got to build up that fight. But what do you think about Chad Gable versus Sam Callahan. And then while we're on that topic, another person that's familiar to yourself and Matt Seidel, the Tessa Blanchard versus Maurice. How do those two matches shape up in your eyes? Um, honestly, when it comes to terms of Sammy Callahan, I'll start with him first since you mentioned him. Um, this man is a fighter. 
Uh, you know, there's not a, when when you go into certain leagues or you go into certain companies and you ask about certain people. If you say Sammy Callahan, everybody knows him. Everyone has either you have respect for him or you have fear for him because he's going to tear you a new one. Me personally, I've I've faced him, you know, in other times and other places, and that man has pretty much beaten the blood out of me viciously. Every time I've stepped in a ring with him, I've bled. And frankly, you're in for a fight, Chad. If you, I, you know, if you don't step up, you know, like, you know, I mean, you step up all the time, but you know, if you don't really put that hundred percent trigger and focus on him, you know, he's going to eat you alive. But in terms of that match, that's probably the match that I'm most looking forward to out of the whole show, because I know you guys are going to kill it. Surprising enough. I thought you guys were going to main event or maybe someone else, but I'm happy that, you know, we're giving tag team wrestling a, a bigger view. So that's always great. And in terms of Tessa Blanchard, Tessa Blanchard is, it's, everybody knows, she is an older sister for me. She is, she's helped me out in my career. She's given me advice, and she's helped me in times when I really didn't know who Kyle O'Reilly was. When everybody had these standards of tag team wrestling, and Kyle O'Reilly was only good for Bobby Fish, she told me that I could do more, and she was one of the prime supporters when I won my first world championship in, you know, doing leagues in general. But in terms of this fight with Maurice, Tessa Blanchard's going to rip her head off. Uh, that's plain and simple. No disrespect to Maurice, but Tessa Blanchard's in the gym. You know, me and her, we just got done, you know, working out a couple days ago. So she's she's ready for a fight. She's ready to, to show that she's won championships around the world, and she should not be underestimated, so... That's how I feel about both of those matches. Yeah. And then I know we've got two more matches left on this card. So I'm just going to go ahead and quickly ask you um, your quick opinions on those. Um, the first one is Britt Baker versus Deanna Perrazzo. Um, for those who did not see All In or who may have somehow forgotten the results of this certain match at All In, uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Britt Baker have already appeared on AWL programming in a triple threat match where Deanna Perrazzo won that match, but she did not beat Britt Baker to win that match. So this is that rematch. How do you feel about this? Do you think this could be a same result, or do you think something else might happen here? First things first, I will say this, and I'll put this right out the gate. That triple threat match is probably one of the best of the night at all. And that match stole the show in a lot of people's eyes, and in my eyes, it damn near did the same as well. Um, as in terms of this match, Deanna Peraza just keeps getting better. I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody who has wrestled at such a pace and keep learning. She's like, she's like one of those people that learn as she fights, you know, if, if she, if you're breaking, she's breaking your arm and she sees that you're countering, she's going to go for your neck. If she goes for your neck, then she's going to go for your legs, then your arms, then everything all, you know, in total. So I feel like the way Britt Baker needs to go into this match is she might need to get on her technical game. She needs to she needs to step up in some certain ways. You know, I, Britt Baker is a great wrestler, and in that triple threat, she performed wonderfully. And that's true. She did not get pinned, but I feel for this match to win, she's definitely going to need to uh, she's going to need to step up that technical game to be on the level of Deanna Peraza because she's just getting better and better. Yeah, I mean, this that women's match is definitely going to be one of the two just night. Um, it's definitely going to be one that people got a lot of eyes on. 
And this last match, um, you mentioned one of the contestants earlier because um, he was a former broadcast partner with yourself. Whether or not he will be on commentary before this match, I have no idea. That's something that, you know, maybe yourself will know at some point before the show. But Kip Sabian will be making his turn. I can't even remember the last time he wrestled. I know it was under the ECW banner, but I don't remember. That was. I mean, that's how long it's been since right. people have seen this man on in wrestling television, and he's going against Jay White, the man who we all know was seen it all in of competing against the Miz for the AWL World Championship in a losing effort. Because once again, as we all know, Miz is a slimy little coward who finds any way he can to just avoid actually wrestling anybody. So I mean. Kip Sabian is a very tactical and cunning and sly wrestler, but now he's going against a pissed off and motivated Jay White. How do you how do you see this match going down? Well, in terms of both men, both guys are hungry. Both guys want that they want that taste of victory. They want that that these guys are virtually similar in a lot of ways, you know. Kip Sabian is a man who he could talk the talk and walk the walk with the best. You know, everybody has faced Kip Sabian, and they can tell you that he's in their top five somewhere, that a match with mm-hmm. him is on the top five anywhere. In terms of Jay White and his standards, you know, I, I called him out last time I was on here, but, you know, strictly for the professional business, Jay White is money. Do you know how he went from a main event loss in – all in that would take most people off of cards. And here he is on the next card facing an even higher level opponent in Kip Sabian. That shows that his talent is getting him somewhere in terms of if he can beat Kip Sabian, that's going to be hard because in ECW, sure, you could beat Kip Sabian. In, I don't know, WrestleWar, you might be able to beat Kip Sabian. In AWL, he's a different breed. He's new, he's fresh, he's motivated. And there's a reason that he uh, he's wrestling now and didn't wrestle prior. He now I think he knows that uh, it's the best time for him and it's the best time for his game. And so I feel like that match could easily be match of the night if they perform, you know, correctly and scout each other out. But in terms of a winner, I guess we'll just have to see a fight for the following. Yeah, I mean, like we've already established, this card is massively stacked. Um, some would even say it's starting to shape up a little bit better than all in. Um, but we've already given thoughts on the matches themselves, but I'm thinking, you know, if you're down for that, if you've got the time, we could just run through the whole card again just to give a quick little prediction. Um, obviously, I will not give a prediction on my match because we all know I'm going to say myself. <laughs> But um, I'm thinking we can just run through, give our quick predictions, and then see what we can do after that, if you're down with that, of course. For you, Chad, you know, I, I owe you a lot of favors, buddy. So let's get to it. Let's do it. Oh, oh, my heart. My heart warms <laughs> with that sound. But all right, so in that case, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Um, let's go ahead and start off with the opening match, Adam Page versus Dominic Dijakovic. How do you think it's going to go down? Hmm. My my choice is, is going to be Hangman Page, but if Dijakovic, you know, if he puts a little more energy out there and he puts in some more, some feast your eyes mentality, then he can walk away with the victory, but I'll go with Hangman Page. 
Yeah, I mean, kind of what you just said. I think I think if that goes to the Dom, Dominic Dijakovic that we all know, the not the power hungry, but the vicious side. The vicious um, I, I don't exactly. think I don't think Paige has got a chance. Paige has the experience. Paige has the wily craftiness of a veteran. But Dominic has the will and the way to win. I think Paige is starting to get a little bit comfortable because he's an EVP and because he beat Johnny Gargano. I think right. he's taking his eyes off the prize a little bit. So, I, I mean, I got to go with Dom on this one. Oh, it's, wow. it's it's a close fight. I think, like I said earlier, I'm surprised this wasn't the main event. I think this is an extremely hard match to call. Absolutely. But I got to give the edge to Dijak because Dijak, I mean, we were a part of the system and we lost it all in. Yeah. That's been sitting on our minds. Hangman won. He's getting a little comfortable. Dijak's hungry. I think that's going to be a difference here. Do you, well, you know, a follow-up question. Do you believe that Dijak can hold that necessity to beat somebody with that experience? Because I, Dijak has had a wonderful year. You know, ECW Tag Champion. IW, uh, with the community championship that defended all around the world. It takes balls to want to defend the championship around the entire exactly. world. I will give him credit for that. But the thing is, this match is going to round up to one thing. Who can hit harder? Who's going to hit harder? I think I think Dominic can hit harder. I think Paige can hit faster. And I think that's going to be a difference. I think Paige is, because he's been around, Paige has got that experience to know what to do in case he gets into trouble. But I've, I've faced Dominic before. Nice. I mean, you just mentioned that that IGWC International Championship. I was in that match. Absolutely. Dominic and I spent most of that match fighting each other for that belt, actually. I've been in the ring with both men, and I think I think because Dominic is a little bit more fresh, even though Paige has got the experience to work around some of these things, I just it's hard to get over that sheer power that Dominic has. Okay. Well, honestly, he got our predictions, and... Uh... I'm hoping uh, you know I don't want to I don't want to pray for anything, but if something were to happen to that main event, I think Paige and uh, Dijak should move up. But that's just my opinion. I think that'd be the smartest decision. <laughs> and that, be the hey, smartest decision. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yep, yep. We're just we're just two guys in the company. That's all. That's all. It's up to Triple H at the end of the day. I'm but another match. Commentary. <laughs> oh hey 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 hey! Don't sell yourself short, man. You're still getting the paycheck from that. You're part of the company. True. But um, another match that could be main event material, Matt Seidel versus Adam Cole. Um, we already talked about this one a little bit at length. Who do you think is going to take this one? A lot of people are going to be very surprised by my answer. Matt Seidel is going to beat Adam Cole. Whoa. Yeah, he I, Adam Cole is, is my best friend, of course. You all know that. Matt Seidel is also my best friend, but you know how you just compare, you know, uh, Hangman to being, you know, a little calm and cool and like that. Think yeah. about that mentality every day of every hour. That's Adam Cole. Adam Cole walks into a building. This man, you know, he'll go. I, well, you know, me and you will go to a gym for an hour, an hour and thirty minutes. Adam Cole is going to go to the gym for twenty minutes with donuts because he knows he can get in shape twenty minutes before his own match. But right. Matt Seidel is a grinder, and he wants to work hard for it. So I'm going to go with Matt Seidel. He's going to triple him. So it, I don't know how it's going to end, 
but Matt Seidel is very crafty and he definitely wants this. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd have to agree with you. Um, the reason the reasoning is obviously a little different, but I think I think it's just because Matt Seidel is just this is his shot. He's had opportunities right. like this before. He's no stranger to being the underdog in some of these fights, and I think this is the time where Matt excels. He excels at being the underdog because this is when the light shines the brightest for him, and he Absolutely. never disappoints. Never, not, not not once in his entire career. These guys have fought each other before, but the difference between it is Matt Seidel got the first two victories over Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And then I also think, I just think Cole has got to have eyes in the back of his head. I think he's going to be too worried about whether or not Chris comes out to attack him. I think Matt is laser-focused. He has no enemies. He has nothing else to worry about except for Adam Cole. Absolutely. Meanwhile, Adam Cole has all these enemies that could be coming out after him. I think Cole's going to be distracted, and Matt will take advantage of that. Adam Bullet Club is your enemy is the worst situation ever, and we're going to see what happens in this one-on-one classic. Yes, we are. Speaking of Bullet Club, Kip Sabian versus Jay White. This is another match that is main event caliber. Uh, this one, honestly... I have no love lost for both of these men, but I think I think Kip's going to come out on top. I think Jay White is just too in his emotions. His world is falling apart around him. Uh, kind of like the same thing with Matt and Adam. Kip is just laser-focused on making a statement, and I think he's going to make that statement at Fight for the Fallen. And the best way to do that is taking out Jay White. You know, in terms of this match, there is there should be something above the card for this match, like in big, bolded white letters. You know what it should say? What? Whoever wins this match should be next in line for that world championship. That's how I feel. I, I genuinely feel between both of these men. Jay White just had an opportunity, but like you said, he was screwed. And, you know, Kip Sabian, he was the last uh, he was the last AWL champion. So I would think he'd want that back. So in terms of who's going to win this match, I'm going to have to agree with you. Kip Sabian, he's locked in. He's ready. He's fresh. Bag is off the head, and you know he he scouted his competition with me in commentary. You know, not a lot of people know this, but besides calling the action, he was scouting. You know, you could tell when somebody's scouting their competition, he had that look the entire time. Oh yeah, he's got eyes like that, man. But uh, let's see. So another match, um, another ECW veteran coming up here: Tessa Blanchard versus Maurice. Um, for those who do not know, Maurice is a close friend of Jade Cargill, who was supposed to compete at All In. So Maurice is probably a little bit hungry because I think Maurice was expecting to take that spot at All In. And now she's got her shot to take out a veteran and a legend in Tessa Blanchard. Kyle, who do you think is coming out with this one? Although I think you already gave your opinion when we initially talked about it. Absolutely. Uh, Answer will never change. Tessa Blanchard is coming in hot, fresh. You know, she had a couple of months to uh, handle her own personal personal life. And uh, like I said, she's in the gym. At 6, 5 a.m. in the morning, along with me and, you know, a couple other guys that I work out with, she wants this. She wants this more than anybody else could imagine, you know. So, I feel like some uh, some ECW OGs are going to take over, man. Going to take over this card. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like you said, I think it's going to be another night where everybody starts saying that ECW is screwing over AWO. I mean, I just see that. All these people that we've talked about so far, whether we agreed or disagreed, all those people that we have predicted to win are hungry for that win. And I just, I don't see Maurice as that hungry. I think Maurice is still trying to figure out who she is. 
Um, I think she's still having some identity problems, but right. you know, it's this is her chance to figure it out. And if she doesn't have that figured out at Fight for the Fallen, Tessa Blanchard is just going to absolutely demolish her. I mean, it's uh, and, uh, Tessa is built for this business. Maurice is built mm-hmm. for standing in front of a white screen with a camera on the other side. You yeah. know, oh. so. <laughs> I, I mean, think... like you said, man. In terms of uh, in terms of that, you're absolutely right. Tessa Blanchard, she knew who she was the minute she stepped foot into the first wrestling ring. Yep, I think I think Tessa's got this in the bag. Um, we've only got a couple more matches to run through, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, um, myself versus Sammy Callahan. Everybody knows I'm gonna say I got this in the bag. Sammy and I have a not a lengthy history, but a pretty violent and entertaining one. Kyle, I don't know if you're brushed up on it, but who do you think's going to take this one? You know what? Since I'm here with you, uh, I'm not going to tell you who I think is going to win, but I am going to give you some advice. Oh, boy. You need to finish that match as quickly and as strategically as possible. Now, Sammy Callahan... You you can beat this man in a wrestling match, but you will not be able to beat that man in a fight. That's all I'm gonna say. If you if you come in there, the regular Chad Gable, the guy that you know suplexes you out of your boots and and takes them down, you can secure the victory for sure. If you're the guy that's gonna let that emotions hit you and let Sammy get in your head, which he is a master at, he's gonna walk you. He's gonna cakewalk you actually. So that's all I'm gonna say on that. In terms of who's gonna win. I'm not going to put it out there. We'll see who wins between you guys. All right. Well, that's noted. Uh, it'll be taken into consideration. I can't make any promises, you know, trying to trying to reinvent myself a little bit, Sorry. trying to figure some things out. But um, all that's left to talk about now, Kyle, is the two, the two main events. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the co-main event first, just because it's kind of standard. So I want to save the main event for the last. Britt Baker versus Deanna Perrazzo. What are your thoughts? If if Britt Baker can catch Deanna slipping, which rarely happens, but, you know, everybody makes mistakes in the ring. If she can catch her slipping and improvise on those, uh, on those issues, then Britt Baker can win this. But if not, if Deanna doesn't make any mistakes per usual, Deanna's going to win that match. Yeah, so I'm I gonna mean, go with gonna go with Deanna Perazzo for that one. I'd I'd have to agree with you, man. Usually I would be dishing out one of these like draw predictions right now, but you can't argue. Even though it was a triple threat match, Deanna came out on top. And Britt was nowhere to be found. Right. Um, Britt thinks that this is her chance because there's not a third person, but at the same time, this could potentially be her undoing because now Deanna can be solely focused on Britt, right, and Britt right. doesn't. Britt has no chance of capitalizing on a sneaky situation. I think Deanna's got this in the bag. Of course, yeah. You, you called it out on the money. That is absolutely right. Triple threat matches and singles matches are a lot harder. And the fact that Deanna was able to win with two people in the ring just shows how precise she is and how you know, she's ready to take any opportunity when given. Yep. And now this, this leads us to the last match of the night, the main event. Um, House of Chaos versus the Bullet Club. Not gonna lie. I, I I think this should have been the opener mainly because I don't see how you could predict this. I don't see how you could predict this any other way. 
as much as Okada is kind of a wrench in the plans of this tag division because of how unique he is, I think Bullet Club's got this in the bag. I've been in the ring with them more times than I can count, whether it was separately or as a tag team. The Bullet Club is just very experienced, and this is... We don't know how they'll work, granted, but these are two different styles between Okada and Black, and I think that's going to be their undoing. I don't think they fit. I think the Bullet Club is once again going to come out on top. You know, there's an old saying in tag team wrestling, two guys that could team together can take them out easily. In terms of one-on-one wrestlers, that doesn't work when it comes to tag teams. Bullet Club's going to walk right through these guys. That's that's plain and simple. It's going to be, you know, Malachi Black, this guy, you know, he's beating us both up. But in terms of tag teams, I don't think he's ever been able to beat you. Is that correct? Malachi Black hasn't been able to beat me cleanly ever. So the one time Malachi ever beat me was when he hit me from behind with a red X. And that's my that's my whole thing. Malachi Black by himself can fight for days. Malachi Black in a tag team, I don't think can fight for days. Okada, like I said, I don't know a lot about the guy. I don't know if he has some type of, you know, magic thing. He's an amazing athlete from video packages I've seen. But in terms of this match, I think Bullet Club is definitely going to take this. Pac and Finn Balor, these guys have been teaming for months now. These guys know how to team together. It's Everybody sees it, so it's probably going to be Bullet Club. That's my That's going to be my prediction. Yeah, man. I mean, I got you. I completely understand. Um, but that was the whole card. So I want, I want to thank you again for being on the episode today. Is there any sort of lasting impression or last words you want to leave with the fans once again before Fight for the Fallen? Any apologies for what you might have said last time or <laughs> some words of encouragement or anything like that? Um, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll say a couple of things. Uh, first off, you guys need to tune in to fight fight uh, fight of the is fight of the fallen fight for the it's four, right? fight for the fallen fight for the fallen. Uh, you guys need to tune in for fight for the uh, fight for the fallen. Too and, many f words in that. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying, man. You gotta fight. You gotta. You, damn it! Now <laughs> you have to tune in to this pay per view. There you go. So because it's gonna be just, I think it's gonna do better sales and better. Uh, Better things than all, all in. All in was the, the introduction. Now these guys uh, they're getting a little story, a little, a little more fighting. And honestly, the show is going to be good. As for you, Chad, like I said last time, just uh, just keep your boys on, you know, a leash. You know, I don't know how you guys work on certain things, but uh, like I said, me and a couple of guys, we've been hearing what Dom has had to say, and as for Austin Theory. That guy's been really quiet lately. So, look, man, my boys are men. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say what they would say if they couldn't think they'd back it up. Fair enough. I, I would say if you got that. a problem with it, you take it up with them, man. Oh, okay. Take it up with the uh, with the leader. I got you. I'll talk to Austin maybe down the road or something. I don't know. But um, lastly, but not least, thank you, Chad, for. Uh, you know, having me on here. I know I wasn't the, the, the guest to immediately be put on here, but I'm always glad to uh, to know that I'm in your guys' minds and I'm always here to help. And I'm not going to lie, doing these podcasts, they're so much fun. It's to the point where I'm going to try and convince AWL to uh, add this in my contract along with commentary. Maybe he'll let me uh, – I don't even need to talk. I just, just kind of want to listen in on uh, 
or your guys' oh. podcast and just have a just have a good time because this oh. is this is so much fun. Yeah, man. I mean, it kind of makes me think back. I think this is just a revolutionary way of getting out to the people. I'm glad that AWL asked me to come back and do this under their brand now. Right. Um, so I just want to say thanks again for coming on. Thanks to everybody else for tuning in. Um, we'll see you guys at Fight for the Fallen. Make sure you get your tickets. Make sure you go to the meet and greets. Get yourself some good food, some good drinks, and uh, get ready for a show because this is going to be one hell of a show. Absolutely. Wrestling is real. Like AWL, they're as real as it gets. Yes, sir. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. This is Chad Gable, and that's Kyle O'Reilly on the other side of the phone from both of us. We want to thank you again for tuning in. Have a good night. See ya.